Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. We are uh, in uh, Friday uh, and we uh, call this End Times Friday. You and I call it Good Times Friday. Good Times uh, Friday. Good Times Friday. It's uh, interesting stuff. Um, it really is. It's fun to dive into all this. Yeah. Um, there's been um, uh, interesting, some interesting things that, uh, that are happening, um, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, and God's alerting us uh, more and more to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the paying attention, as we're trying to illustrate here, is, um, and we're working really, really uh, hard at this, uh, is, you know, don't develop my own system mm-hmm. and then try to find scripture that supports my system, um, which is what a lot of people do in terms of the end times, including a lot of declarations of you know, well, this is it, and you, you know, this is this is obviously, you know, the vaccine is the mark of the beast, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, so, what we're trying to do is get the get into the word, and the word mm-hmm. speaks on its own. And because, and this is in generally true, and we're going to get into the rapture here. Um, it's all symbolism. It's all. Uh, it's not. Uh, absolutely, you know this is mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen, um, and it's clear what the what they mean because uh, the way it was done is first of all, uh, Daniel was given information, mm-hmm. um, and it was kind of you would you would call it uh, overview information. So he gave information, and there was there was uh, inf- uh, detail about it, but not not too much detail because it was spoken to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't, he wasn't taken up into heaven. He wasn't taken into the future to see it. He wasn't observing anything. He was just reporting what he was told. Right. Uh, and he even said <laughs> at the end of it, uh, I don't really understand this uh, really well. I'm going to, I'm going to write down what I, you know, what I was told. Mm-hmm. Um, he was faithful to do that. He was God faithful commanded. to do that. Yeah. And I, and he said, I do know what this is kind of about, but he he didn't he didn't have a absolute understanding of it. Well, John mm-hmm. was actually taken there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was taken into which is mind blowing all by itself. Uh, right. That how can God God do that to take him into a place where he actually in his with his eyes and ears saw and heard what actually is going to happen? Right. Uh, so it means, and this is where again, eternity is beyond us. So that <laughs> um, with God, that's why. By the way, faith is so critical, is because He says, uh, if you if you believe you have received it, you'll you'll receive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why? Well, because in from His ability and sequencing, he, it's already happened. 
Mm-hmm. So somehow it's already happened, and and John was taken there. Um, we know it's two thousand years later, so he's writing. I see this, mm-hmm. and I can observe this. And he saw it on a global basis. He saw it in a personal basis. And by the way, Revelation is a book. That's why it's not sequential. Uh, so it would be well. Here, let me give you a little bit of, of understanding. And basically, John said, well, could I learn more about that? Mm. Um, And then, okay, so then it would kind of backtrack and say, okay, let me give you a little bit more detail about that. And then he would say, okay, teach me about this. And then it would go forward and it would backtrack again. So you can't take the book of Revelation sequentially Mm. uh, because it's not. It's it's more, it's just going deeper level of information. That's why it it seems like, wait a minute, I thought he already talked about this. Uh, Yeah, he did. Uh, but I need to give you some more information about it. Um, so John, John is writing uh, what, you know, write down what you see. And he, mm-hmm. so he sees it. Well, we know because of where we are in our timeline, it's at least 2,000 years after he, he was there. Right. Uh, when he lived. And so and his context for describing it is limited to what he knew at that time. Very limited. So he's going to see things like, for example, we know, well, he could be seeing an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wouldn't know what that is. He he wouldn't he wouldn't have any context for that, right? So that's why he could say, "Well, I think the mark of the beast is on their forehead, um, or and on their wrist." Well, that could be uh, facial recognition with a mm-hmm. device, and then you 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 put your wrist up, your I I watch uh, up just a reader, and it reads you, and and you then get the pass. And so mm-hmm. he said, "Well, I guess it's on their wrist and on their forehead." Um, and he doesn't, you know, and then, and then it looks like, uh, you know, big locusts are, are attacking and, uh, well, that could be a, a government helicopter that kind of look like mm-hmm. that. Um, so, right, right. so, um, he describes it, uh, with imprecise detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't understand what they are. So he's trying to explain it in his timeline. And, and the, as we look at scripture specifically uh, at about the end, one understanding is it's not precise. Mm-hmm. And it's not precise purposely. So that we don't uh, look at something. And first of all, uh, there'd be two sides of that. One, well, since it's precise and that doesn't fit anything I'm looking at, and so what? Uh, why bother? Right, and that's what a lot of people actually still do. The other part is that uh oh, I oh, that appears to look like this, so it must be now, and we mm-hmm. better, we better, we better, we better. And he says, um, it's important. Pay attention. Everybody from history are supposed to be alert, right. but uh, let me show you the truth uh, and watch the signs. And and you mm-hmm. you even phrased it well is when it happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he describes it as birth pangs. Right. Birth, birth pangs get more intense and more uh, more frequent. More frequent, yes. Uh, as they're getting closer. So uh, because of the birth pangs and watch, uh, you know, eventually <laughs> it's going to get closer. I mean, it, it, it will re- happen. It, yes, it really is going to happen. You know. So the question is always, uh, which he wants us to understand: Are we in that time? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we are, let me guide you and show you, you know, truth. 
Um, and underlying in the midst of that, even as we're asking that question, are we in that time, there continues to be the consistent um, call from God to be ready for the bride. And so that is an internal repentance of heart and making sure that we are walking with him and allowing him to form and sanctify us in the midst of it so that we're ready when he comes and that we're not caught unready for for his return. Yes. You know? um, and um, uh, the one thing that I, I have received about that question, because uh, I have asked God, why, why do you want us to pay attention? Mm -hmm. um, and you said it is that if you are ready for the bride, mm -hmm. and because you have, in a sense, you have, um, you know, Christ within you, who's the bridegroom, then um, we will be looking for and following the bridegroom now. Right. Uh, and he says, so if you if you got a perspective of the end, you start to realize why. Well, there's spiritual forces that have been operating with principalities and powers, and they're gearing toward ultimate trying to take over Earth. Mm -hmm. um, and therefore, the world. And see, this is this is what we got to really understand. There's a perspective of well, the world's going to get better mm. um, because God is good, and God can make the world better. So, uh, and we've in our lifetime here in America, we've experienced what we would consider to be some of the better. Uh, right. Uh, economic gain a lot uh, of favor for uh, sure favor uh and uh of course you know god can do that and actually there's a there's even a prayer and a, and a movement of well let's restore america back to what what would be uh good and, and isn't isn't that possible mm -hmm. well god's perspective is well actually the world's going to get worse mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be less and less quote good and more and more evil. And he said, interesting enough, and we talked about this already, as that happens, guess, guess what? Good becomes considered evil, and evil becomes considered good. Right. Um, and we're seeing that, you know, we right, see that right so now. We see that so clearly right now. Uh, yeah. with, you know, and again, just a couple simple things. Um, uh, in Virginia, uh, there is um, a situation where uh, the parents... Um, have demonstrated against um, the curriculum that is mm -hmm. being promoted in the state saying that doesn't reflect what we believe to be the truth and it doesn't reflect what um, we see as valuable for our children and we, mm -hmm. we would like to speak against that. Uh, so they hold demonstrations and they, they wind up at, board, at, you know, at school board meetings. Uh, well, <laughs> um, the DOJ, which is the Department of Justice, mm -hmm. has begun working on uh, making it criminal for you to protest against against the, the curriculum. Oh, uh, fascinating! Uh, and they're trying to do that on a worldwide basis. So, uh, or excuse me, on a national basis. So, it just shows you that. Well, wait a minute. I thought our country was founded on freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. and that it was okay to demonstrate and it's okay to express your thought and try to influence the uh, mm -hmm. people in charge to say, wait a second, what you're doing, we don't like, would you reconsider that? Um, and what they're trying to do is shut that down uh, and stop it. Um, and I, another example is uh, there was a father, uh, and interesting enough, um, I can share a little story about this, uh, <clears throat> whose daughter 
went into the bathroom at a, at a school. Mm -hmm. And a person that said, I identify today as a transgender. Right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a male and I, I want to be a female, walks into the same bathroom and rapes her. Mm. Uh, and there was an outcry. They hit it. The school covered it up. And the father found out about it and came against him. And, <laughs> and they arrested the father uh, and threw him in jail. And you can't, you can't come against this. And it's coming out now that, yeah, they covered it up and uh, it's a problem. Wow. Uh, and actually, um, I had a personal experience, uh, not to that level, but um, I had my grandson. He mm -hmm. and his uh, friends were at a bowling alley uh, having a party. And I was, my, Linda and I were chaperoning. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, they had, they, they, they and they was, it was boys, both boys and girls. He was in middle school. And uh, so we're getting ready to leave. Uh, and the dad, a dad comes to pick up his daughter. So we're standing there. Mm -hmm. And his daughter comes up and says, hey, dad, I got to go to the bathroom. So she does. Well, right behind her are uh, two boys who go into the bathroom. Mm. And he looks at that and says, whoa, what's, he said, you know, and because of the rule already in Colorado was you can, if you decide you want to be a girl today, you can go into the bathroom. Right. And so he says, wait a second, that ain't going to happen. So he goes, he goes mm -hmm. into the bathroom. He says to these two boys, uh, you know, what are you doing here? Oh, we identify as girls today. He said, well, that's fine, but you're not going to be in here with my daughter. So you mm -hmm. guys got to leave. You, you can go into that bathroom later, but not, you're not going in with my daughter. Uh, Sorry. Good for him. Uh, yeah. And he waited there until her daughter came out and then, and then left, you know, and uh, he was saying, this is crazy mm -hmm. uh, that uh, the possibility of <laughs> hormone driven <laughs> kids, right, you know, right. uh, can, can get, get into that situation. And uh, so, but it's considered acceptable. Mm -hmm. So what we would say is, wait a second, it doesn't even make sense. Right. Uh, so good has be is becoming evil. Evil is becoming good. And that's going to be true for sure. See, um, mm -hmm. it's going to, it is going to happen. And, and we happen to be seeing it right now so that God's perspective is, um, I believe um, that instead of, and a lot of people are going toward, well, God, change it, change it, change it, mm -hmm. and bring it back to what we think should be. Uh, mm -hmm. And God says, I believe God's saying, no, it ain't going to happen. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. I would like you to go the other direction, children, and have a heart to follow me now mm -hmm. and, and realize that we could be in the end. But even if we're not, it's going to get more wicked. And in order for you to maneuver through life for me to give you the covenant, you've got to follow me truly. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, right. and be a follower. I mean, that's what we're trying to illustrate is we're given the end times because there's beautiful truth about it all and it's healthy to process it. Most importantly, we're trying to say, uh, which is what, why we call, call our podcast, come and see, uh, uh, you know, learning truth uh, in a, finding truth in a world of chaos. The world's chaotic and it's going to get more chaotic. Mm -hmm. uh, and right. so whether we're in the end or not, we believe there, now is the time to learn to abide. Now is the time to learn to discern God's will. Now is the time to, yes. to really follow him um, because we're going to become the remnant regardless of whether it's the end or not.
And that's, mm -hmm. that's the import of what we're saying is don't go to, hey, God, would you change everything back? Rather, what do you have to say about this and help right. me understand the truth? Let me walk with you into what you would have me uh, live so that I don't lose the essence of good. I don't right. lose the, the truth of walking with you and the joy of walking right. with you. And there's another interesting side to that, even as you say that, that um, I think of, especially when I think of like the school board meetings that I have seen and heard about around here and that sort of thing yeah. is in that abiding, um, it's also asking God to really give us his heart that we would reflect him. You know, you've taught in so many different things about how we are the visible expression of the invisible God. Right. And honestly, um, a lot of, a lot of believers are stepping into situations now rightfully upset that it's, you know, that it's not aligning with God's word and wanting, desiring to stand on truth but doing it without the father's heart. Right. And we're actually feeding the fire against ourselves by right. doing that. You know, when you think about as, as we have represented, I have seen, um, you know, seen things in, in meetings that I'm like, you know, you're not wrong in what you're saying, but in the way you're saying it, the way you're handling this, you are completely neglecting the heart of God and how God would want to represent himself in standing on truth with perfect grace. Right. And so we have to really watch our hearts as we navigate this as well and not go to self and how we think it should be handled, but even in the handling of it, you know, how do you want me to represent you well, God, you know? Yeah. And that's really interesting, uh, which we'll talk about today with the rapture is, um, uh, like the vaccine is that believers, uh, are actually attacking each other. Yes. Uh, because you don't believe the way that I believe. And mm -hmm. uh, when we get to the to the rapture here, it's this is one of the, the main keys of if you have a heart to follow God, you'll see, well, here's what it says. Here's what it doesn't say. Mm -hmm. And since it's abs not absolute, why would I try to take something that's not absolute and say you have to follow that or mm -hmm. uh, everybody is this is the, the way to go as opposed to somebody else to say, well, I don't see that. And I don't see the same thing in scripture. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we should be able to say, that's okay. Why? Well, because it's not absolute. Um, mm -hmm. So we can, we can there live together with those not absolutes. And there's cases for different things. And uh, if we have a heart to follow God, it's really the way we walk, which is in righteousness, mm -hmm. peace, and joy. Um, yes. You're not, you're not having wrath toward other people. Right. Uh, you can be angry uh, and you can be frustrated and say, this isn't right. Um, and uh, Father, what do you got to say about that? But then as you would express it, mm -hmm. it's always with honor, respect, and, and uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, uh, an appreciation for people because that's so God's creation. Okay, well, let's talk. Uh, we talked last time about uh, the harlot. Uh, we set up the characters. I don't know if you remember. We set up the characters of uh, we've got uh, the tribulation. There's the beast that sets up the one world mm -hmm. government. It is a called ten horns, and we think that's ten structural things. Interesting enough, uh, it's described as, uh, and this is why I'm leaning more toward the ten uh, units of something mm -hmm. uh, that when it talks about even going down to two, it still refers to the beast as having ten horns. Mm -hmm. uh, but the leadership is, is transferred. So I, I still see there's some structure, I think it's some kind of a corporate international structure uh, with 10 uh, leaders over these structures, uh, which could be a corporate uh, kind of environment or, or some other way. Um, 
then there's uh, the harlot that created the beast, mm -hmm. uh, and that is the group that is called the Cabal. They're they're uh, possibly at work today, maneuvering to try to get the one world government. And we do know, we do know this for a fact. There are mm -hmm. groups in the world that per have a purpose of one world government. Right. Uh, that's very not out loud. I mean, you can find that in their mission statement online, in meetings that they're doing, yeah. you know, all um, kinds of so things. So that's, yes. that's expressed. Um, and then there's uh, globalism that is going on around the world right now is everybody is talking about a global reset. Um, the global approach, uh, isn't it better to be global than it is to be uh, independent? So that's mm -hmm. happening right now. We're seeing that happen right now. So the harlot is a cabal that uh, is controlling uh, through economics, which I believe is through the central banking system, uh, the ability to institute a beast, which would be a new a new one world government and a new um, scenario of economics, which would be a new currency, mm -hmm. et cetera, and, and the way it's all done uh, so that we'd give up our sovereignty. And then there's the um, false prophet uh, who's mm -hmm. supporting the beast and then the antichrist who is is a member of that of those 10 and and then he somehow uh winds up eliminating the 10 to 7 to 5 to 3 to 2 to 1 he's the one left and he mm -hmm. becomes the, the head of the one world government um and then guess what uh, it says <laughs> satan is actually his his source of power Right, right. Um, and then gets to a point where he declares himself, you know, to be God. So we talked all about that um, and can see the possibilities of all that kind of working together, that these are the characters uh, that we're mm -hmm. following. And by the way, the mark of the beast, um, it's a misnomer when people think of, well, it's the Antichrist. It's not the Antichrist. It's the mark of the beast. It's the mark of the system. Uh, mm -hmm. to identify, which would be something similar to what we've seen, like, for example, in uh, New York City uh, right now. And there's and there's lots of protesting against this, but you can't literally, you can't go into a restaurant, a show, even the store without a vaccine. It's, right. not, it's not even a test. It's just you, you can't go without a vaccine. Um, and it's an economic thing. You have to show them, um, mm -hmm. I have the vaccine. Okay, now you can come in. If you don't, well, then you can't come in. Uh, yeah, another interesting one. Um, this isn't limited on that, but you can see the technology. I know you shared about being in the Dallas airport and going into the Amazon store, right, swiping right. your card and yeah. just coming right through. We were at the Pats game again this last weekend. Uh, great day for it, by the way. Um, but we were at the Pats game and there was this grab and go stand. This is the first one of these that I have seen and been through, but same thing. It actually was um, food vending that was roped off and you swiped your card to go in. You just grabbed everything and then you went through the turnstile to go out. Didn't check anything, didn't sign anything, didn't pay. It was just somehow read from your card when you went in to your card when you went out and shows up on your bill. So interesting well, so, to so see you, that sort so of technology. You, uh, so you did. It was pay. at the stadium. You did pay, right? <laughs> we we did pay, but I, you know, it's well, it's got to yeah. show up on its own. Literally, yeah, you yeah. you put your card in to go through the turnstile, picked up everything you wanted, and then you simply went out. You didn't press any other buttons or anything. You it's, went out the next turnstile. It's truly and, remarkable because there's no teller yeah. that is is uh, scanning anything. Right. Uh, it, it, whatever you got got on you. It's, it automatically scans it and charges your credit card. 
it's fascinating uh, right it's, so the technology the technology is there for some sort of mark is, for is sure good. it's uh, there it's not you know so it would be a, a illustration of how it would work uh, the mark mm -hmm. of the beast will be some kind of identifier that you've signed up and said i i, I support the system mm -hmm. Uh, and of course, God says the remnant, you know, because it's the mark of the beast, you know, don't do it. Uh, right. But it's the mark of the beast, not the mark of the Antichrist. So the Antichrist is uh, through the first three and a half years uh, is uh, operating. He's there. He's part of it. The beast is, is, is functioning. And then it goes, there's 10 heads of these 10 units and it goes from 10 to 7 to 5 to 3 to 2 to 1. Mm -hmm. um, and now the Antichrist, who is, by the way, um, a a worshiper of Satan, mm -hmm. uh, and by the way, completely deceptive. So that um, you know, you would think um, a worshiper of Satan, which is dark, would be known. Well, you're mm -hmm. you're worshiping Satan, and no, it's the opposite. Is he appears extremely benevolent, he extremely mm -hmm. beneficial, uh, beautiful, uh, charismatic, um, helpful. Um, looks like everybody and everybody supports him. Well, he, he winds up um, uh, in this called the abomination of desolation. So if you go to uh, Daniel 9.27, uh, Daniel speaks to it, and then we'll, we'll look at Christ uh, re, uh, also speaks to it. Daniel 9.27. And he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week, and for half of the week he shall put an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall come one who makes desolate, until the decreed end is poured out on the desolator. Okay. Um, so it's called the abomination of desolation, where he uh, basically says, I am God, and everything that you have believed in and functioned with has to end. Mm -hmm. um, so um, he's talking, first of all, about the sacrifices, and then ultimately it'll be about Christianity. Um, and so um, he writes this, you know, 400 and something BC. Um, well, in one in 173 BC, uh, Antiochus Epiphanes, who's the mm -hmm. now the uh, leader emperor of Greece, okay. and Greece has conquered the world, including Israel. Um, and they were, again, they were at the time prior to the 173 with uh, Antiochus. Um, it would be. I guess you'd call it a benevolent dictator. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be, yeah, you got to do everything we say. Um, if you don't, we're going to come against you. Uh, we're going to let you have freedom within that. Um, and you could still worship uh, as Jews, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, Antiochus comes and he uh, literally goes to the temple in mm -hmm. Jerusalem. And he goes into the Holy of Holies. Uh, and rips it apart, takes everything out, mm. um, and he stands there and says, I am God. Everybody in the, in the known world now has to worship me. And, and it's referred to as the abomination of desolation. Mm -hmm. um, and it was an example of that's what happens. Okay, uh, so Daniel saw that, um, and that occurred, and then uh, Christ speaks about it. Uh, and mm -hmm. if you go to Matthew 24, read verses 15 to 22. Now, this is obviously Christ is, you know, about 200 years later after, after this occurred. 
Well, he, okay. he, he speaks about this and attributes it to the, to the end. So go ahead and read that. Matthew 24, 15 to 22. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let the one who is on the housetop not go down to take what is in his house. And let the one who is in the field not turn back to take his cloak. For alas, and alas, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days, pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on a Sabbath. For then there will be a great tribulation, such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, and never will be. And if those days had not been cut short, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, and we'll, and we'll get into this, he says, but that that is where the whole thought of the rapture comes in. Mm-hmm. Is that, well, the days are cut short for the elect. Ultimately, it's going to be cut short for everybody because Christ is going to return. Right. But the elect is even, well, it's going to even be cut shorter. Uh, and uh, the rapture was called the rapture, which we'll get into, uh, will occur. But uh, Jesus states, as Daniel sp- spoke, about the abomination of desolation, mm-hmm. it's going to happen again in the end. Uh, and pay attention when it does. <laughs> pay attention. Uh, and Daniel, remember, had said uh, it's it's at what they call mid-trib. It's at the mid middle of the seven years, middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when that occurs. Um, and so Jesus is is reiterating that, saying, "Yes, it's true." Uh, and you'll know something that that will usher in uh, the wrath of God uh, mm-hmm. when he established himself as as uh, God himself. Okay, um, we would we would again as we look at uh, well, I bet people thought Hitler was it because right. he kind of was moving toward I'm I'm really you know supreme being and. Um, he never declared himself God, but he was headed that way. Uh, right. that and every- many of the other signs around that were going on, people would have felt that same angst and chaos that we feel right now that's right. going on in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, and in, uh, with Hitler, uh, there was a group, actually a group uh, that were close to him that realized, wait a minute, this, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to stop this. Um, so uh, they, they plotted to actually uh, try to assassinate him uh, with a plot so that they could end it and and mm-hmm. basically stop the war. They thought they could stop the war and go back to normal you know, living. Um, and it was represented in a, in a movie uh, by Tom Cruise actually called Valkyrie mm-hmm. um, that um, it, it shows the plot and the development of the plot and all that. Well, um, Hitler found out about it and eliminated them. Mm. Uh, and so he was successful in, in, in taking the plot. But in the case of the Antichrist, we would think from our perspective, well, certainly there's going to be people trying to oppose him. Right. Uh, because look at what he's doing, you know. And, you know, with, with Hitler, uh, you, could, you could really understand the evil that was going on. And there were a lot of people, which is why, you know, the United States and England all went to war against them. It's like, right. No, they recognize, they they recognize it. And people inside Germany recognize the evil. Well, um, with the Antichrist, it's not so, Mm. uh, they all see him as, as good and benevolent and beautiful. 
And so um, he doesn't have people around him throughout the world that say, I don't, I don't think what you're doing is right. They actually support it as being right. So when he steps up and says, I'm God, the world says, yes, mm-hmm. willingly and, and uh, joyfully. By the way, the only ones that don't is Israel and the a remnant of Christians that are left in the, in the world because we haven't taken the mark of the beast. We see it for what it is, uh, mm-hmm. which is the deception that everybody else has accepted. You know, it's a minority that, that doesn't. Right. Uh, and Israel, you said, also does not accept that. And Israel doesn't because they okay. become the object of the, of the wrath right. of the Antichrist. Uh, right. That I got to try to eliminate them, and that's their God that's causing all this trouble uh, that mm-hmm. we're going to get into. Uh, well, Jesus makes a statement. Yep. Uh, it's going to be true. The Antichrist is going to step to that role. Um, he says, unless, you know, the days were shortened for the elect, mm-hmm. um, you know, they would be suffering too. Well, that implies, you know, these verses that we're going to get to about what's called the rapture. And the rapture, mm-hmm. let me define it first of all, um, is uh, you and I are living. If there were to be a rapture, we would all of a sudden, we would, we'd be here in the podcast mm-hmm. and we'd be gone. Mm-hmm. It'd go to silence. And physically they would say, what happened to them? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we got translated from this uh, living place to heaven without going through physical death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get translated. We have to because our bodies <laughs> couldn't, couldn't handle uh, you know, the functioning in, in the spiritual realm all by itself, mm-hmm. but we will automatically be translated into a new form, uh, and be with Christ. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's raptured, you know, it's called meeting him in the air and we'll, and we'll see what this looks like in a second. But the rapture is basically bypassing the physical death that normal people go through. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we're just gone, um, and taken up You're- uh, your snapping of your finger reminds me, I don't know about you, but I'm a big Marvel fan. Yeah. Love the Marvel movies. And um, in, you know, Avengers, is it Endgame or Infinity yeah. Wars? I forget which one, but but when Thanos snaps his fingers and half of the people disappear. Right. Um, and it's that it's that picture. And it's interesting. And, you know, side note, I think a lot of times um, there are things within Hollywood that help to desensitize us to things that will come. Right. Um, <laughs> so a little bit of a of Marvel desensitization there to the rapture. But that's a picture for anybody who has seen it. That really is. That's a picture of what the rapture would be in a lot of ways. Right. Um, and so there's going to be a rapture. Uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty clear in scripture. Um uh, where human beings who are believers, um, and we'll see who that is, uh, is translated into a spiritual place with, with Christ. So we leave the physical earth and we're with him. Um, now in the millennium, which we'll get to, we actually come back. Um, mm-hmm. And we're coexisting with the humans that are here. So we, we have our uh, new uh, spiritual bodies. And it would look, it'll look like what Christ had mm-hmm. after his resurrection. What did he do? Ate, drank, talked to people, uh, was physical. Here, you can touch my touch my uh, holes, you know, et cetera. Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to hearing you teach on on that part because I don't know about other people, but I feel like my knowledge actually from growing up and studying this went as far as the rapture and then 
that was the end of the novel. Yeah. And, and that was the end of the Frank Peretti books. That was the, you know, there was, there was a lot then yeah. that my, you know, my knowledge base stopped. And so really until I started learning this under you and going further into the scriptures on it, I didn't really realize there was more beyond just being in heaven at that point. I That's didn't right. understand the millennium. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to you unpacking that because I yeah. think a lot of people have missed that teaching. Yes, that's going to be a fun thing to uh, express. Uh, and then, um, so there's a rapture and then there's there's basically three um, approaches to rapture. Uh, terms, and this is when. Um, mm-hmm. It's called pre-trib. So it happens right before the uh, beast sets mm-hmm. up the one world government um, and starts the, the tribulation process seven years. Um, so it would be pre-seven years. And all the, he said all the believers are taken away. Uh, mm-hmm. Now it's just left with um, Israel and uh, the, the world and the people of the world, and uh, we're gone. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's called pre-trib. Uh, the second one is called mid-trib, is that when the, the abomination of desolation occurs, um, and which is the halfway point, which in the is the halfway, uh, halfway yeah. mid trip that that institutes God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, and so two things, one is, well, except that the days be cut short for the elect, they would have to suffer that. Well, it's implied, well, maybe that's when that happens, that, that mm-hmm. we're raptured at mid trip. We could, yeah, we go through the, the, the uh, struggle of the first three and a half years cause we don't take the mark of the beast. Uh, right. and, we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about that. And then, then we're raptured out, um, and that brings God's wrath. And we do know one thing. Um, when God's wrath comes, um, it will not be against uh, those that um, have uh, followed him mm-hmm. uh, by definition. So either we're raptured or mm-hmm. we're protected in some way. And the example we have is Moses. Uh, mm. so that, you know, God said to the Pharaoh, what did, you know, Moses say, go tell Pharaoh, I mean, you're going to get, you know, frogs and lice and blood and darkness and, uh, all these things are going to happen to you in your land. And of course, Pharaoh said, no, well, he, they came. It's called the plagues, mm-hmm. 10, 10 plagues. Well, guess who was there? The Jews. Right. They were right in the middle of so it. So they're right there. But okay. What happened? Well, interesting enough. Yes, it happened physically in that land. Mm-hmm. They were in that land. It physically happened in that land. But God protected them completely, never impacted them. Right. Uh, why? Because God, God, yeah, yeah, my wrath has come, but I'm not taken out against you because you're my follower. Mm-hmm. So um, we're protected. So it's possible that we could still be here. Uh, we don't know one thing that it, uh, that mid-trib, there's a case for mid-trib because, well, we're gone because God doesn't take his wrath. And then there's a case for what's called post-trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is that we, we lived through the entire seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, we're protected, you know, when God's wrath comes. But at the very end, um, we are raptured to meet Christ in the air. And then we come right back down for the millennium as he conquers uh, his final victory over uh, the enemy. Uh, mm-hmm. That's when Satan, by the way, uh, the Antichrist is gone and the false prophet is gone. Uh, the harlot's already been gone because of the, the beast right. <laughs> consumed that. Got rid of him. Got rid of that. Uh, who set, and the harlot sets up the beast and the beast gets rid of the harlot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, the only one that's left, interesting enough, is Satan. 
and he's mm-hmm. locked up uh, for uh, during the thousand years. So and, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about all the implications of that. By the way, interesting enough, uh, to the nation of, of Israel, who is physically human beings made it through that. Mm-hmm. They're not raptured. They're, they stay. And what does God say? Be fruitful and multiply. Um, mm. And that they're still humans. And, but guess what? They still got a sin nature. Uh, hmm. So it's not a, it's not Garden of Eden. It's, 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 it's a little bit not the world because Satan's not there. But, right. But it's and this gonna, is the millennium. Millennium. You're talking yeah, about. it'll be okay. an interesting thing. So the, the rapture hmm. discussion is, uh, and there's a case for it, is that we're caught up in the air at the end. And then, and then we come back through it. So, and here's the impact of all this. Yes, they're all, they're all valid potential looks. There's nowhere in scripture where it states it's absolutely this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at it. You can say, you know, okay, that, that seems to be that um, Christ didn't give us an absolute. And he could have said it. Mm-hmm. You will be taken up here. Um, or Paul could have said it, you will be taken up here. Okay, now it's absolute, great, we know it. Well, mm-hmm. he, he didn't do that. There's all three can be easily, yeah, you know what? I see it, okay, now here's what, it, here, we're gonna go through it and help you understand it. But the way that I have looked at it and express it is since it's not absolute, mm-hmm. I myself don't have the uh, 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 privilege of making it absolute. Right. So I don't try to persuade anybody that, well, uh, it's pre-trib or it's mid-trib or it's post-trib and you got to. It's just, well, they're all three available. Mm-hmm. Could be any of them. Uh, we'll know <laughs> when it happens. Right. Um, and I'd be careful as you pinpoint one of them, which, by the way, think about it, the preference would be what? Pre-trib. Pre-trib, yeah. Hey, I don't <laughs> no, have to worry about it. Out. I don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Um and I'm saying be careful about that so that if, because it's not absolute mm-hmm. and it may not be pre-trib, then don't dismiss what could be next that we have to get ready for. Uh, right. So that's the impact of it. Okay, so let's start with pre-trib. Uh, go to uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. And we'll see uh, why this verse uh, talks about the rapture and why it, it, it implies uh, the pre-trib. Okay. But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of a command of command with the voice of an archangel and the sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So we will always be with the Lord. Therefore encourage one another with these words. Yeah. So, um, he says, you know, those that are living, uh, what's going to happen to them. They'll be taken up. Uh, be with the Lord. They'll be taken up. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that um, 
uh, as you attach that then to what what uh, Jesus said is unless the days were shortened for the elect, mm-hmm. uh, they'll have to go through the suffering, and it implies that well then we don't we're not here for any suffering at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not struggling with the tribulation. We're not struggling with the beast. We're not struggling with the antichrist because we're we're raptured. It says we're going to be raptured. It will be taken mm-hmm. up in the air uh, and we'll be with him. But there's there's a, a, a thought because of what Christ said, we attach these two things together and say, well, that means we're gone completely before mm-hmm. uh, the tribulation starts. Uh, and that's why it's called, you know, pre-trip. Uh, and then Paul mm-hmm. says, hey, we're going to be caught up in the air. We'll see some of these other verses that uh, they try to make some case for pre-trib, but as you look at them, they're really more different. So uh, there's one one thought here. Uh, we're raptured. It's pre-trib, before the tribulation, and mm-hmm. uh, we don't have to worry about any of it. Um, okay, go to let's go to mid-trib uh, and okay. go, to, go to 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 to 7. All right. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered together to him, we ask you brothers not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. Let no one deceive you in any way for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first. And the man of lawlessness is revealed the son of destruction who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And you know what is restraining him now so that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so till he is out of the way. Yeah. Okay, so um, he says here, now remember this is why um, you got to put the pieces together. Um, the beast isn't the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. The tribulation is set up uh, as the system, the beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the first three and a half years is when the Antichrist is revealed. Right. Uh, because he's part of the 10, and, it, and, it, and it's, it's really clear in Scripture. It goes from 10 to 7 mm-hmm. to 5 to 3 to 2 to 1. Um, and then it says here that he sits in the temple mm-hmm. and says, I'm God. Which that sounds exactly like the abomination of desolation that was that, described earlier. That's yes. it. I mean, that's, that's what Paul is referring to is the abomination mm-hmm. of desolation. He is going to establish himself as God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that that's mid-trip. He said at that moment, then what's restraining him is is what? Is is gone. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the Holy Spirit in believers. So the uh, uh, explanation mm. for that is, well, then those believers are raptured. Mm. Uh, and, because that's the presence of the Holy Spirit in the midst of it all? Yes. Uh, okay. And that there's still restraint so mm-hmm. that he can't fully do everything he's trying to do. Because remember, and this is what we got to keep uh, understanding about the whole end anyway. And by the way, the battle that we're in today, regardless if we're in the end, who's, right. who's trying to win, win over the world? The Satan. enemy. Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his uh, uh, demonic uh, followers, uh, fallen angels. Uh, he's always working to kill, steal, and destroy. Uh, mm-hmm. With the attempt... 
And see, he doesn't give up. Now, by the way, he, he knows what Christians think is Christ is going to return mm-hmm. and he's going to be you know, taken care of. Um, he's still fighting that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, think I, I think I can change that. Uh, now, part, and this is interesting, part of the reason is that he does understand the nature of God and what is God. God honors free will. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't violate free will. So what? think about what Satan's trying to do. I got to get everybody in the world to follow me. Um, mm. And the only way I can do that is, and this is where it talks about uh, the Antichrist, does what? Persecutes Christians mm-hmm. to try to get them to go to death. Right. Um, so that if I can kill them, and all I got left is unbelievers. Is unbelievers, that makes sense. Then the world will be following me completely, which is why mm-hmm. when he says I'm God, interesting enough, the world says, you are. Well, because mm-hmm. there, there's no believer there to... Left at that point to, to, to stand a, on to truth. To oppose it. So okay. uh, either we're suppressed completely mm-hmm. uh, again this uh, could go back to uh, that's an argument for pre-trib well then we've been gone all along mm-hmm. or we're gone here uh, at the middle of the tribulation because it it talks about that we experience that when mm-hmm. when it says when he's revealed right is then when the when the uh, uh, rapture takes place well mm-hmm. he's not revealed up front uh, so that's why, well, maybe it's not pre-trib, it's, it's mid-trib, because when he's revealed, mm-hmm. when he establishes himself of God, that's when the rapture would occur. Was that, that's a case for mid-trib. Okay, go to Revelation uh, 3, 7 to 13. This is about the church, uh, and it talks about this a little bit. Uh, Revelation 3, 7 to 13. And the angel of the church of Philadelphia, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, The words of the Holy One, the true one, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie, behold, um, but lie, behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet and they will learn that I have loved you because you kept my word about patient endurance. I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I'm coming soon. Hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem which comes down from my God out of heaven and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the scripture has to say to the churches. Yeah. So he talks about, uh, again, the, uh, the Antichrist uh, is, you know, becomes in power. Mm-hmm. Um, the synagogue of Satan, in other words, uh, he now has taken over mm-hmm. the role of, of religion on earth. Um, and he says, I am God. He says, when that happens, then the wrath of God comes. And, and he says, I'm going to keep you from that trial uh, mm-hmm. that is coming against the world uh, so that at the end, when I, when I you know, uh, make everything right, 
um, you're, you already have never gone through that. I've protected mm-hmm. you from that. So this, again, is an indicator of, well, this is mid-trip, uh, that, um, yes, we go through the experience of the Antichrist, and as he establishes himself at that place uh, of uh, being the religious leader and God himself, he mm-hmm. says, God says, at that moment, I'm going to protect you then from what's coming next, which is God's wrath. Uh, because mm-hmm. the, tri- the trial here, the word trial here is the same word uh, that's used in uh, James. Count it all joy, brothers, when you encounter many what? Oh, trials. trials. Same uh-huh. word, same word. For it's a test of your what? Faith. Faith. Mm-hmm. So he says the trial, as he's referring to here, is the trial that God says, I'm bringing. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing against the earth because uh, of the fact that it's being initiated by me. Why? I'm bringing my wrath against this Antichrist mm-hmm. and Satan who is claiming to be God. Um, and he said, uh, well, I protected you from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so in other words, it appears, uh, and again, it's possible, that it means I'm, I'm literally protecting you and you're here, but I'm protecting you or mm-hmm. I've removed you um, mm-hmm. out of it. So, but it, but it happens at mid-trip, not pre-trip. Uh, so we can see that, that, huh, uh, these verses would say it looks like it, happen, right. it happens at mid-trip. Um, and it doesn't happen pre-trip, it happens mm-hmm. mid-trip. So we've gone through two, we, we're at the end of our time here, but... Um, We've already gone through two, uh, uh, pre-trib rapture and then mid-trib rapture. Mm-hmm. And you can see that the verses can be, you know, kind of swayed either way. Right. And, and again, it's not absolute. And you can't even, we can't even for sure say, oh, well, you can read that verse. It looks like mid-trib. It's got to be mid-trib. And right. No. Uh, these verses are a little bit kind of and not yet. You know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, you gave some indication, but you can't pinpoint it's absolutely that. So uh, right. as you're looking at this, be careful. We're urging everybody, be careful not to attribute something that you have claimed as absolute that may not be. And you can just look at these verses and it should open up your mind to say, well, you know what? Right. Eh, it's possible. Right. I can see that. That's possible. Maybe I shouldn't be so sure about right. my, my position or what my church has said is their position is, um, and, and we'll talk about this later, but... Um, just a, a statement as we close here, pre-trip uh, thought wasn't even introduced into the history of the church until the 1890s. Oh, really? So they didn't, they, when they read scripture, they never got pre-trip for 2,000 hmm. years, 1,800, 1900 years. And it wasn't until the very end of the, of the 1800s that they brought in the idea of, of pre-trip the church in the 20th century and on in our 21st century kind of picked really it, kind of embraced it, kind yeah. of embraced it. And then, you know, through popular writing with Hal Lindsey and, and uh, Tim mm-hmm. LaHaye, well, of course it's pre-trip. Well, guess what? Why? Because <laughs> we would like it to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, be careful uh, about that. And the, and the theologians of the church for, for eight, 1900 years never even had that as a possibility. They never thought it because they said the, script, the, the, script, the scriptures mm-hmm. don't support that. So be careful. Uh, I'm not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying be careful that you are saying it's absolute. We'll finish uh, this uh, discussion of the rapture next time about post-trib. 
and then we'll look at what happens next, which is really fascinating. So um, you can see we kind of get excited about this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it really uh, is. This is great discussion uh, and great insight that you're offering us all, Rich. I appreciate um, appreciate the hours that you have spent on this and just your willingness to teach us all. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. You know. So uh, we'll, we'll pick it up next week uh, and uh, we'll come back and uh, see what happens next. But uh, we're excited about it. We're starting... Uh, um, uh, our new series actually uh, Monday, uh, which yeah. is on uh, overcoming we worry, anxiety, and fear. <laughs> so, it's going to be a uh, which great, relates very to, timely. Which kind of relates to the end times, which is, uh, yeah, I can see that. So we're going to start a whole new series on that. So join us uh, next Monday, uh, and, uh, and we'll be excited about that. So Kathy, have a great weekend, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. You too. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great weekend. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.